am a boxer. Yes, I said it. Not professionally, no. But I do it in my workout routine. It's part of my workout routine. I do boxing once a week. Incorporated with my other workouts in the gym. Because I think it's fun and it's sporty and it's sweaty. So, my trainer asked me, why do you do boxing? And honestly, I, I don't know why I do boxing. There is no real inspiration behind it. I can't say it's something I have hoped to do. Like when he approached me to ask me if I was willing to start on that project i was just like yeah okay sure we can do this i don't mind but there's no inspiration behind it my fingers get cramped up <laughs> really fast when i box and i get tired so fast i can't explain it i'm always taking off my gloves when my fingers get cramped and he's like, where is the anger? Where is the anger? Oh. Like, he's asking me to channel all my anger and um, negative energy to boxing. Push it out. Take it away. So I've been using it for that lately. Like, when I am not in a good mood. And I want to sweat it out. I box. Interesting, huh? <laughs> well, that's not why I'm here today. But part of why I'm here today, we're going to talk about channeling your anger um, into something different. Or channeling your energy into something else. I hope this topic you're enthusiastic about because I am... For very long, I've tried to find ways to channel my energy and anger into different things. But most of the time, I just swallow it. I mean, when I'm mad, I could cry through it. No, that was high school. <laughs> and my high school classmates would tell you how when I'm angry, I cry. But you can't cry forever, especially when you're an adult and you don't always know when to cry or when is the right time to cry. So I chose not to cry anymore, literally, and found a way to put my anger into something else, something better, something more productive like keeping faith <laughs> but today i want to talk about something really sensitive i want to talk about violence domestic violence to be precise i've seen violence firsthand and i'm not gonna mention name but 
my neighbors are pretty violent some of them and when your neighbors fight or argue <laughs> and you have to peep through the window to see sometimes it's not such a pretty sight to see then again I talk about channeling your anger I am I'm not a perfectionist maybe I am <laughs> but my environment has triggered me to be afraid of so many things that eventually you're afraid of everything I don't want to get married to someone and have them beat me up and because I have nothing like I have nowhere to go or I can do nothing about it I have to take it and stay now that's sick honestly because there is no way in a million years you can stay with someone who is going to be battering you more than once let's say five six seven eight nine ten times consistently and you just stay until one day they beat you or i don't know they kill you and you don't even think of pressing charges people are gonna say she died a miserable life but you didn't try to stop it like I said I'm not a perfectionist I'm not about to make life perfect but I'm trying to make the world a better place so the first question I'm going to ask whoever is being violent what are you driving your anger towards a woman with child <laughs> an orphan boy you adopted Or um, <laughs> child born out of wedlock who came with her mom to stay with you in your house and all of a sudden since they're not your blood <laughs> they're your enemy rioting students now, police brutality is a thing to talk about and I am not going to dwell on that it's not within my space to judge but why would you beat up someone's child to death no not to death I would be like supporting those who beat people to being hospitalized or just beating someone so badly or not even badly mildly you know mild violence the mild kind of beating they don't go to the hospital but they're in some kind of pain because you beat them up and there, there are a lot of stories on police brutality 
honestly like that's like a whole topic on itself when police officers beat people up but i'm not going to talk about that today today i'm just going to talk about domestic violence this kid i want to talk about children especially those born out of wedlock and they're staying with their stepdad they have to face some sort of um violence not exactly violence but being pushed aside like some mistake it's not their fault but people put it on them like i am so lucky i am living with both my parents but why would you torture an innocent child like that stepchildren have like a lot to take no one is talking about it at least if there is someone who's talking about it it's just a handful of them but violence that kind of favoritism that comes when you favor your children your own flesh and blood over someone else's we're not even going to talk about stepchildren we're going to talk about the the people who raise children for other people who raise orphans those people who raise kids for their sisters or brothers who are back in the village or just passed away this is like a sensitive topic but for me it's painful to watch people getting tortured because they were born people call them mistakes protect protect these kids i hope you protect them the people are doing really amazing things and i'm gonna like commend them for this but i don't want to have to raise a kid and be a terrible parent to them because they're not my flesh and blood that's like a terrible way to live for real it's so bad So I have a story. I'm going to tell you a story because right now I'm venting and I'm forgetting what I should be talking about. Marriage is sacred, you know. When you get married to someone, it's for life. I don't see why men beat their wives up no 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 but i'm not going to be gender favoring i'm not going to choose a gender but why do women beat their husbands up that is something to talk about as well we choose to stick together 
in holy matrimony not even or in a calm we stay starting i just like you and yeah let's come and live around because we can't afford a wedding let's just dwell in each other's shelter <laughs> make children and be happy i mean okay fine we didn't get married in church or in court but you're mine like we're living with you're living with me you have my children but why would i channel my anger to you let me read my story um i know of a couple and i'm gonna give them anonymous names this is the part that is fun okay i was gonna talk about mary then we're gonna talk about steve maybe so Steve marries Mary and um Steve is a normal working man. Usually people give stories with drunks, but I know drunk men who drink to stupor and still love the women unconditionally. Steve is a normal working man and when things go south at work he comes back home. He's mad, and when <laughs> Mary asks him, Babe, why are you so angry today? He shouts at her, beats her up, and locks her in their room all night so that she can't run away or report to the next police station. And this goes on for some time. Whenever this boy, this man was angry, he just channeled his anger to this woman. It's like norm. They do it. They're used to it. So Mary gets tired and she's like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. I don't have to deal with this. I am leaving and I am going home. To Nairobi, I'm going to house of Max because Mary wasn't so educated. So, you know, she's like, let me just go hustle and raise my kids so that at the end of the day, they don't have to be neglected or left around lying, living hard lives and suffering. <laughs> yeah, like that's like a real story. So, she packs her things. And she runs away. Yeah, Mary is conscious that this man won't harm the kids in any way because they're his flesh and blood. I mean, what would he do? Nothing. So she leaves. She runs away because she's tired. You know, people actually get tired of being beaten up and tortured for no reason at all. And she goes to Nairobi and she's hustling for months and this guy sends her a text and tells her to never come back and forget about the children. But Mary is determined to get her life together and start like a new life for her and her kids. At the end of the day, she's really sure she's going to get her kids out of that place and she's going to move on. So she does what she has to do and she... She organizes herself to move out. 
is that you know she goes to Nairobi and she's working as a house help in one of these rich suburbs. She's getting her money. She's saving up. And one day, Steve sends her a text and tells her, "You have to come back home, or I'll cut these children up into tiny little pieces." And throw them in the pit latrine. So, you know, a mother's instinct. I mean, most people, when you love, you love unconditionally. And Mary really loved her kids. So she's like, okay, fine, what do you want? And he's like, come back home right now and take them. I can't stand them anymore. I can't keep feeding them for you. (laughs) It's funny how men give people responsibilities. And she's like, okay, fine. I'll come for them. And she leaves and she goes back home to get her kids. So she goes there and she travels around in the morning. She's like, I'm going to go early. I'm going to pick them up and we're just going to head back right to Nairobi. But... When she gets there, this man, he is remarried. I mean, there is another woman. She's not surprised. And she's not mad either. I mean, that's your business. You can get married to anyone you want to get married to. It's not bad. I don't mind. So, yeah. Do whatever you want. So... She packs up her her children's clothes and she's ready to leave when this guy literally pulls her aside and tells her he's sorry. And that's the problem with us women. A good apology sets us down. We're like, he's sorry. He said he's sorry. I have to forgive him. (laughs) And he's like, you better stay for the night because... I want you to be here with me and the children and we can work things out together like a normal family and get back together. I mean, <laughs> she didn't even see that he had married someone else. But it's a polygamous country, so freedom of remarrying, I guess. So she um she agrees to stay for the night, but she's really particular about traveling back at home, and then traveling to Nairobi. But she's like, okay, fine. He's sorry, so I'm staying for the night, and then we'll figure this out. Maybe I'll stay, or maybe I'll go back to Nairobi. <laughs> she's dead. I mean, she stayed for the night. But little did she know that night would have been the game changer, not living the game changer. Game changer is used in positive perspectives. Let me just say that night would have been the worst night of her life. So she stays and then when staying, this man waits for her to go to her room and sleep. When she's asleep, 
he starts hitting her. <laughs> this is why I talk about channeling anger. I mean, you're going to be mad that I left, but that anger is channeled to me, but pour it out somewhere else. Don't pour it all to me. That's really selfish. Anyway, <laughs> cut the long story short, he beat her up. He ended up cutting her with um, a panga and really harming her because he got a few of her fingers off. And he only stopped when he saw that he was, she was so unconscious and she was not breathing anymore. That is when he stopped. He told himself that. That is when he stopped. But the kids were so frightened. You know, he would, he would have gone on and on. But they ran and called the neighbors. And then when the neighbors came, it was blood everywhere. It was like a bloodbath. <laughs> he had run away, escaped, and gone and reported himself. He goes to the police station and reports himself, saying that he has murdered his wife in cold blood and uh, he's there to be arrested. Luckily, Mary survived, but he had cut her up so bad she was left with really, really terrible scars. Her fingers were chopped off, and then her face was disfigured, her eye was popped off, and it's just terrible. I mean, so she she's really hot but not that that is not what hurts the most what hurts the most is that this man got away with it you know when Mary was ready to put on a statement the court let this man go I know something that is common about violent relationships. I'm going to tell you this. A man that loves you will never lay a finger on you. Women should learn that. And the moment he lays his fingers on you once, he'll probably do it again and again and again. And it's going to be like a routine. Get that in your head. Sing it like a song. Understand it. It's a hymn. Channel your anger into something else. I'm gonna be honest. You can't just go on beating up people. Not just people, animals too, but not today. I'm not going to talk about animal violence. I'm just going to talk about beating up kids, beating up women, beating up men, beating up people around you. You don't know what you're doing, what kind of pain and psychological torture you're inflicting on them. It is terrible. I would never want someone to harm me like that. 
I would never want to harm someone who is close to me like that. Me, if someone chooses to beat me up, wow, I don't know what I'd do, but I don't know. Violence is just something that is terrible. You you don't beat people up because it makes you calm down or it gives you peace of mind. No, you don't do that. I'm going to emphasize on it. Sing it like a song. People don't know what it's like to be on the other side. You know the part when you abuse people and humiliate them. You don't know what it's like to be the one who is on the lower side. The one who is being beaten up or the one who is being humiliated or made to feel like trash. You don't know what it's like to be that person. So don't do it. Like, Stop channeling your hand your anger on people don't harm people for your own peace of mind it doesn't work like that I am saddened by the number of domestic violence cases in Kenya but not only in Kenya, also in the world, and how they have been handled by authorities, how they take the situations and put them to perspective, how these cases are taken so lightly, like they're not important. I hope people find somewhere to channel their anger, like to put all that energy they have on. You could do a project or work harder instead of saving up energy to beat up someone else. I'm going to talk about it. I hope you listen to it and see it that violence is never a way out like you're just gonna cause pain but will it be satisfactory you might actually end up regretting what you do or why you did it think about it